Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Living Madly. <laughs> I love seeing you do it in person. I, I literally crack myself up every single time. I am your host, Mad, and today, you already heard, we have a guest. Hello, hello. We have on the podcast, joining us today is my great, great, great best friend. Can I say that now? Yes, I'm glad you said that. Okay, <laughs> Devin Pye. Devin has literally changed my life over the past few months. We met last year, two years ago. 20, I think it was 2022. Or 20, maybe? It was October. No, yeah, it was Halloween. So it was 21. So <gasps> oh my a year God. and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. And ever since I've met Devin, I just thought she's the coolest person in the whole entire world. And I'm just so grateful for to have you here today. So thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you so much for asking me to be on. I'm honored. I love this podcast. I'm a huge, big listener, <laughs> avid listener. <laughs> And it's cool to be on. Wait, this is going to make the icebreakers so much fun. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Okay. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Devin Pie. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Here we go. Where are you from and where do you live now? I'm from outside of Philadelphia and I live in Denver, Colorado now. Boom. <laughs> what do you do for work? Um, I'm an associate planner, retail planner for the North Face, which basically means I'm on like the retail side, managing like inventory and sales forecasting. My categories are youth apparel and accessories. And you're basically like saying, okay, here's the sales plan for this season. And like all along throughout the season, you're managing where are we coming into our sales forecast? If we're down, why are we down? Like, if we're doing well, can we get more inventory to continue to fuel sales? It's basically, like, all of that, but it's very financial. Focused. Yeah. Wow, damn. That's intense. Yeah, I like it, honestly. It, it feels like you're running a business. <gasps> cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much foreshadowing. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah, literally and figuratively. <laughs> um, what's your astrology sign? I'm a Capricorn. Hell yeah. Do you know you're rising? Um, or I want to say it's Virgo, but I have, I can open up my um, co-star app. Rising and moon. I want to know where your moons live. <laughs> All right. Capricorn, um, Virgo moon. That, there was the Virgo. Virgo. Virgo moon, moon and Scorpio rising. Oh, my God. Okay, that's a cocktail that makes sense. Ah, cocktail. I like that. <laughs> it does. I like that, like, terminology for your, your astrology. astrology. Science, yeah. yeah. I mean, they are all... It, it's everyone's so unique, and it's mm -hmm. all different patterns, so it's, like, fun to... It's like a little cocktail. Mm. Um, do you know your Myers-Briggs? I don't, and I <gasps> should have looked that no. up. I know I've done it before, but I don't remember. I think it would be good for you to redo it, honestly. Yeah. So I'm actually glad you don't know it because fun. Do you know your human design? You gave me, you told me to download that app and I did. And now I forget what it was, but I wrote it in our group chat. Oh, sick. 
So I can find The app it. she's talking about is My Human Design. And it's super easy. It's free. You download it. You sign up. You put in your birth date, age, whatever, where you were born, all the details. And it gives you your human design. And it's really nice because it explains everything that you are to you in an easily digestible way, I would say, too, honestly. That app changed my life, dude. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Next question. Devin Pie. <laughs> D Pie. Um, if you had the opportunity to travel light years into space to a new Earth, would you go or would you stay on this Earth forever? I've been waiting for this question. Um, I, as much as I love space, like I love. I listen to um, Neil deGrasse Tyson's space podcast or like science podcast. It's it's very spacey. I love all that stuff, but I am deathly terrified of being in space. So I would never go there. Like, right? It's space? a fear of mine. I never, ever want to be in space. Wait, stop. Like a real fear. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it feels right. Feels right. Space is cool to look at. Yeah. I could not imagine being there. So interested in it, but I don't want to be up there. No. No. My God. (laughs) It's like things could be flying at you every second without even warning. With no warning. It's all black. I just hate how there's nothing. It's It's just just so much nothing. Yeah. 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 The void. Oh, God bless. Oh, (laughs) my God. Do you have any morning rituals? This tea. I make this tea every single morning. So what I made, the tea that I made for Maddie and I is green tea. I just buy the loose leaf and I have a little teapot that has the strainer. Um, Boil that up. And then I do honey, grate some ginger and squeeze lemon juice in there. That's my morning ritual. Really? Mm -hmm. Every single morning. What time do you wake up? Um, I wake up around 630. Damn. And the first thing you do is make this tea. Sorry, I'm getting into detail. I'm just so curious. No, I would say I like washing my face and stuff is like okay. the first thing I do. Get up, wash Wake my face. Up. It's like do bathroom things and then I come, come out into further the and I feed Chloe and make myself tea. Yeah. Oh, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. Chloe, my cat. When do you work out in the day? Because I know you don't you work out every single day? I haven't in like a few weeks, but yeah, I normally, I, I go through phases where I'll be super workout every day mm. and then not for a long time. Um, but at night, like I can't oh, wake up early enough to, see, that was my next question. Yeah. I should have just asked it. I was going to ask if you had any like nighttime rituals too. Yeah. It's not night, but like after work, after workout. Work. I work out after work too. I can't. As much as I would love, and I, anytime I have in life, woke up, worked out, and then started my day, it's amazing, but I just can't do it. I can't. I, I can't cannot. get up. I can't get into the routine of it. Graham's like pretty amazing because he wakes up and like stretches every day, and I'm like, oh, I should do that. Yeah. But I go on a walk every morning. So oh, like, that's, that's my move. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I just said gorgeous. No, I love the word gorgeous. Stop. <laughs> You've heard me. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I do. I was on a kick of stretching when I was having some back problems for a Mm, while. Um, mm. and then I do, I try to meditate for like five minutes. (gasps) Normally just like on a Monday when I'm feeling like 
you know, ready to prepare for the week. Yeah. And Honestly, perfect day to meditate. Yeah. Just a little five minute. Yeah. I put like a guided one on. I have like an app. Yeah. Do you have a favorite day of the week? <laughs> so random. Favorite day of the week. I mean, it's, I think it's Friday. You're like so looking forward to fun weekend times. Mine is Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, I read that in your, um, in your newsletter this morning, actually. Because it's the day after Monday, so the pressure's off, and yeah. you like kind You're of in sink it. into your little routine mm-hmm. that you got. Yes. yes, and there's still so much ahead of you. Exactly, in a good way. Yes, and not so much shit has happened yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, less shit to dwell less on. Shit. <laughs> it's a perfect spot. What is one of your absolute favorite things to do right now with your free time? <laughs> I love to crochet. <gasps> oh, that was my next question. Knitting or crocheting? Which one do you like more? So when I in getting ahead, like to but, do your thing, yeah, yeah. But um, when I first started getting into yarn and that, <gasps> it was knitting. Um, but then, cause I didn't even know what crocheting was to be honest. And oh. I just thought it was easier than knitting. And I was like, I want to do the harder one. Wow. But I don't even remember what got me into crocheting. Maybe I think it was cause I wanted to knit you those hats oh my God, and sick. the only patterns I could find online for that checkered were crochet. And I was like, you know what? It's cute. Like, I don't really see the difference between knitting, like when you're looking at the piece for that specific um hat but yeah so I just picked up crocheting and then I kind of fell in love with it I'll still go back to knitting I think but the things that I've been making are crochet love it um last question and this one is it can be any anything you think of but what's one thing you bought for under 20 dollars that like has changed your life recently one thing that I bought under $20 that's changed my life. I don't know. That's tough. I don't know if I bought anything under $20 <gasps> lately. Oh, not a big spender? Big spending more than 20 <laughs> <laughs> I bought this new... I bought a new journal that was under oh. 20 and it's very large. I love the size of it. Oh. <gasps> Um, so I can write a lot in it because I wanted a journal slash ca- like calendar planner. Yeah. Count. Yeah. I wanted it both. Yeah. Um, are you loving it? I'm loving it. I like write all my date. Like anytime I have plans, I write them on like the big calendar thing. And then within the days I'm like writing my kind of just like mini journal in there, which I think will be very helpful when I want to look back and I can see exactly which day I wrote. on. Yeah. I love I love keeping handwritten things. Mm-hmm. We know this though. Yeah. <laughs> so we know this. Okay, amazing. <laughs> Yay! Yay. So um the reason I wanted to have you on today was because this past year your life has transformed and you are living in what we like to call the butterfly era. And it's so iconic of an era to be in right now. And I think you and a lot of people listening right now are probably also, you know, thriving in their butterfly eras. So I want to talk about all of that. But before we go there, (laughs) 
I just want to see who little, who Devin is. Like, I knew, I know you grew up in Philly, but what was your childhood like? Like, could you paint a little snapshot for us? Did you walk to school? Did you bus to school? Did you ride your bike to school? Like, give us little Devin day in the life. Yeah. Okay. If you remember, I struggle to remember these things for myself. That's why I think it's. Yeah, it's fun. And I very rarely look back or in at least in my head at these things. (gasps) So it's a nice reminder. Um, So my parents were divorced when I was one. So my whole life they've been not together. Um, But it honestly was great. Like they're, um, they have a great relationship. Like there was no tension at all. So I never, it was just that they lived separately and weren't together. Um, So I had weeks with my mom, weekends with my dad. Um, I did like every single sport possible. (gasps) Every single like uh, individual sport possible, which is interesting. Ice skating, gymnastics. Um, I rode horses for a little bit. I did karate. I'm a black belt Whoa. in karate, oh my God, <laughs> which I'm embarrassed to say. <laughs> Maybe not as much anymore, but when I was in high school, I was like, I'm not telling anyone that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, and I cheerleaded, which wasn't a um, individual thing, but I also I broke my femur when I was cheerleading. Oh my, how old were you when you broke your femur? I was in sixth grade, so I think I was 11. Oh. I just started sixth grade. Because the type of cheerleading you were doing, was that, it was it like the gymnastic competitive cheerleading? No, it wasn't even. It was for the King of Prussia Indians, which is probably not the name of the team anymore, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> and it was just a township, like a, it's just a oh. town. It was, we weren't doing anything crazy, um, I, sl- I was holding, I was like a base and my leg slipped, like my foot slipped in the grass was wet and the girl fell on me. It oh. was just like something so freak random. And did you know it's like, immediately? oh, I heard it snap like a tree branch. Oh. It was very traumatic. Yeah. Dude. Went to immediately went to the hospital in an ambulance. I was in the hospital then for two weeks oh straight after that. Um, for with in traction until it healed enough for them to then put a body cast on me that I had to go under for them to put on me because it would put you in so much pain to yeah. get on you. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, and then yeah, I missed like two or three months of school. I had to be homeschooled because I was like flat in a bed for another six weeks. Walked with a limp and crutches for like months after. I finally was like able to go back to school and stuff. Um, so yeah, it was rough. Yeah, that sounds so rough, especially to a woman who's like, uh, that's like adolescence or like you're starting to change and yeah. you're like so alone and not with your friends for so long. Yeah, it was tough. I had just started middle school. So sixth grade, brand new school, all new kids, not all new, like some, some were old, some yeah. were new. Yeah. Yeah. And I, when I did finally come back to school, I felt like everyone knew each other and had found their friend groups. And I was like, okay, where do I like fit Land in here? here. Yeah. Because yeah. I know these people, but I haven't, you know, I didn't have a cell phone then. Like it wasn't right. like I was text. I could be in the loop 
that way. Like I would call, I would talk to friends on the phone, but it wasn't at the frequency that people speak to each other now. Right. And like build bonds now through texting. Right? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh my God. How did you make friends? I just like, I mean, because I still, my friends from before I was still friends with, like I just lumped in with okay. their group. So you did. And I knew a little, I knew some people a little bit, but I didn't, like I was just getting to know them, right? Yeah. So when I come back, came back, um, it was like, okay, hey, again. But like, you know, you just missed all the... That's what I was going to... Yeah. yeah, I'm like, it's such a huge chunk to miss. I wonder if people... Did people like know what you went through or did you just kind of show up and be like, yeah, yeah, I... Yeah, no, people knew. I it wasn't a huge school. Okay. People knew. Um, did you yeah. ride the bus to school? Did I ride the bus? Did you get driven? I'm trying to remember for middle school. Oh, no, we had a carpool. Oh, yeah. Carpool moms. Every mom. There was like four of us. So like there was a whole schedule and the mom, they would, you know, certain moms would pick up and yeah, it was a whole thing. So we did that. I took the bus in high school until I got a car. Damn. Any bullies on the bus? Um, I did have this. I used to read in elementary school. I took the bus and I would read on the bus, like sit by myself and read. And this girl who was younger than me. Her name was Gabby. <laughs> she would like sit behind me and like tap my head and then like hide behind the thing. Oh, so annoying. Which wasn't like bullying, but I felt like she was like picking, picking on me. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you're younger than me. What are you? This isn't the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> I'm just minding my own business. <laughs> Maybe she had a little crush. <laughs> Maybe. I actually worked with her then in high school. That was in elementary school. We worked at the same place in high school when I was in high school yeah so you had a job throughout high school I had two jobs throughout high school why I worked five days a week stop and and were you playing sports on top of this no so I only played in high school I only I played field hockey my freshman year I was never good at like team sports I just wasn't great I did it because my friends did it did it and I wanted I and I realized this about myself lately I've always just wanted to like be in the crowd in it and like friendships and and I kind of like didn't focus on what I was really into. <gasps> Love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm realizing that too. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Dude. But I kick myself for not realizing it earlier. Yeah. But, but hey, but you're aware now, so that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. So, where did you work? What kind of jobs did you have? I'm so my very first job. So I don't know why, but as soon as I could work, I was working. Like, I don't know if that was Same. a push from my parents or a you thing, a me. Th- like, yeah, it's hard for me to remember. But as I remember, actually, I had to go like to the administration building for our township and like get something signed because I, I think when I was 14 is when you could like work, but you needed like a you need parental, working papers, working papers. And the school had to sign off. Yes. On it. Yeah. So my very, guess what my very first job was, I worked at Burger King for exactly eight hours, one full shift. At 14 years old, I had an eight-hour shift at Burger King. I wore the visor. Oh. Older girls came in and made fun of me. Oh, my God. And I hated it. Yeah. I Because uh, there was also just like adults working there like it was just not a place 
for a 14 year old it wasn't your crowd no no it wasn't my crowd (laughs) nope it wasn't um so I came home and I told my I don't want to go back. Like I don't Smart. told my mom I don't want to go back, and she was very adamant that like I should stick with it. But I was like, look, I'll get another job. I don't want to do this. And she was like, okay, well then you're gonna go in tomorrow and give your stuff back and tell them you're quitting. Perfect. Which I did, and the guy was just like, okay, and walked away. <laughs> like it was so like he didn't give a crap. Like I, yeah, crap. no big deal. But it's a good lesson to learn. And yeah. I'm proud of you for sticking up to your mom. Yeah, I know. I'm shocked that I did that, to right, be honest. Because truly, if what if you continue to work there? I would probably still be working there. No. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? My life would be different, that's for sure. Okay, so what was your second job? So then that summer, I don't know, this must have been in the spring. That summer, I got a job at the local pool at the like snack stand, which was perfect. Amazing. I loved it. It's all kids my age. I got to go there for free too. And that's where like a lot, I never belonged to a pool and all my friends went to that pool. So it was like another way for me to hang out there because I got a free membership. Um, And you're just like eating snow cones and they had like amazing chicken fingers. It was just the best. It's a vibe. Yeah. I also worked at a snack shack. Yes. At a pool? On a golf course. Oh, nice. It was hysterical. I would like sit out there and like cook hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like you learned to cook all this food. Like use a fryer and stuff. (laughs) Damn, crazy. So you've like grown up with a great work ethic, which makes just so much sense today. As a Capricorn, yeah. As a Capricorn. Um, When you were applying to colleges, where were you? Did you immediately want to go straight to college or was that like a parent thing? Do you remember? Like, was that your choice, their choice? It just felt like the what next you, step yeah it's yeah. the next step it's what's everyone's doing I definitely didn't think that I didn't want to like I was excited yeah to see where I was gonna go and hopefully go at, like where some of my friends are going I applied to three schools <gasps> Temple Westchester and Penn State I knew you were gonna have Temple in there <laughs> as your option Temple feels like a U school yeah and then did you get accepted to all of them I got accepted to all of them of course you did <laughs> Yeah. But so, yeah, I got into Penn State, but I had to do summer session, which mm. was fun, honestly, but kind of like, oh, yeah, you did. You got in, but you got to do summer session. <laughs> <laughs> but that was fun. It was fun. I had a really good time um, during that. So, yeah. Yeah. And Penn State was great. And you like loved it. Yeah. I was in a sorority. My whole life was sorority stuff. Um, it was great for the social aspect. Like you meet so many people Yeah, and I had fun. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was your major? What did you study? I was in the business school and I was doing supply chain management. Oh my God. When I was going through college, Penn State was number one in, and it was like the career of the future. It was seriously everyone that I know mm-hmm. out of Penn State is supply chain management. Yeah. And everyone has brilliant jobs because of it. When you were, when you graduated school, did you have a job lined up? Oh, nice. Yeah. So I, I had a job. Um, it was for Gorton's Seafood. Do you know, Ooh. like, the fish sticks? The box with the Gorton's fishermen in a r- yellow raincoat? With the red hats and the... Yellow. I, 
Maybe. <laughs> yes. You. I'm sure you've seen it, but it's like yeah. a pop popular. Like it's just an old company, but um, they were up in Boston, and that's where my mom had moved when I was a senior a senior in college. My mom moved to Boston, so I had visited there a ton and was into the city. And I knew mm. I didn't want to stay in Philly. Um, I actually did accept an offer from Walmart, which was you know. In supply chain, like the, the golden yeah. goose of jobs, but it was in Arkansas. Oh, God bless. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. And so I initially accepted it, and then I had to back out of it. I was I was like, I can't work in Walmart. You Walmart. are so good at listening to your gut. Thank you. I don't notice that about myself, but based on the two stories, you're right. I did do that. Yeah. Like you literally, you said yes, you did it, but then you were like, you know what? Let me think about this. Yeah. Oh, and it logistically, felt so yeah. icky to do that. Like you're, you know, all throughout college or at least like during this time, people are, you can't do that. Like if you're going to accept, you have to. And I was just like, look, I, this might be bad, but like, I just can't. It's honestly, it's so, oh, wow. So grateful you did that. Wow. Yeah. Hell yes, Devin. Okay. So you move to, so you get accepted or you get the job in Boston. Yep. And then you move there. And do you live by yourself? Do you live with roommates? I, my, we had, I had a roommate. Um, he was a friend from college, Bob. Bob. Shout out, Bob. <laughs> um, yeah, we. I didn't know him super well. He was just in a frat that I knew him, and he was just kind of like a goofy dude. And we were drunk in Cancun on spring break, oh and God, we amazing. just agreed to live together. That's amazing. Did he? Was he living there at the time? No, we both were, were just graduating there. and moving there. So, how did you find your apartment? Um, my company paid for me to go one weekend fly up and look for apartments. So oh. I did it and then I was sending him pictures and it was mostly because nobody else that we really knew was moving to Boston at that point. Right. So we we're, we were like joking, like we're the only ones we should live together. And then we did. And it was honestly great. Like he was super clean and it was like, he didn't, oh, he moved out before the lease ended cause he was not into Boston, but oh, when he was perfect. there, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of like awesome. Cause then it's a two bedroom for one person. And yeah. Bang, bang, he bang, took bang. the couch and the TV though. Oh, <laughs> they were his sweet hair. <laughs> How long were you in Boston? How many years? Like four or five years. I had a few wow. different apartments, bopped around. Same job the whole time. So I only worked for Gorton's for a year and a half, and then I um, started working for Converse. Mm, my God, stop it. Which is then how I got into, like, fashion retail versus just... Which changed the game. Retail, retail. Yes, Converse. That step um, was actually really interesting. So I part-time, <laughs> here I am with the jobs again. <laughs> when I first moved to Boston, I wanted to make, friends so my mom suggested we were going to the spin studio and she was like why don't you see if they need like front desk help so applied there I was working there on the weekends um and made like so many friends but one of the instructors was ended up being my manager at Converse like that's the connection I met her through there oh my god yeah small world yeah isn't it amazing what happens when you say yes to like small stuff like that? Yeah. Huge, it was, huge outcomes. It like, was the best opportunity and thing that I ever could have done. 
Yes. You met my friend Grace the other weekend. That's yes. how I met Grace. And we're yes. still super tight. tight. Yeah. Shout out to Grace. Hi, Grace. Shout out, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you already. You gotta come back. Yeah. Okay, so now you're working for Converse and you're doing life and you're making friends and you're having fun and you're living and thriving in Boston. How did you land in Denver, Colorado? Well, it was a boy that brought me out here. <laughs> Taylor's oldest time. Um, yeah, so I started seeing someone long distance and I wanted to move to be with him, but I, at the same time, was over Denver. I Over I Boston. Was, er, yeah, thank you. I was... <laughs> we'll never be over Denver. <laughs> no. I was over Boston. It's small. It just wasn't doing it for me. I needed a change. Um, So, same with my job there. Like, I liked Converse after a few years. It was... I had tried to move up, and there was very... I kept getting pushback, pushback, pushback. Oh, um, so like both of those things, I was ready to leave Boston, wanted a new job, wanted to be with this guy. So like it all kind of worked out. Um, it was, I actually was, had an interview and then with the North Face, um, just cause I reached out like. Just willy nilly. Like I applied to a job. Oh, okay. And then the pandemic happened and they're like, we're not hiring anymore. Mm. A year later. She reaches out again, and at this point, I someone from my team on Converse actually went to North Face, so I used him as a referral. Um, yeah, got the job, moved out, like it all happened. It was in the direction I wanted to take my career, but it was a little bit of a step back Okay, in pay, in title, um, but I was like, you know what, it's going to put me on the right trajectory, so I'm going to take this step back to you know and around more like-minded people mm-hmm. like just and the, and the like the north face is the outdoor industry and here we are in the yeah. great outdoors yeah so you really just threw yourself in it which is amazing and it was nice that you had the guy who helped you get you here but that started to really turn south i feel like into a few like a few months of you living here yeah. Because I met you, because that, when did you move here? August of 2021. Okay, so you were here two months before mm-hmm. I met you. And you were spending those two months with this dude and everything was good. But then all of a sudden it took a left turn. Looking back on the relationship, there were so many red flags. It wasn't all, it wasn't all dandy until I got out here. Um but yes, I would say the biggest, I would say the biggest thing that happened in our relationship was him cheating on me. Right. And that was like three months into you living here? Yeah. Like unreal. 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 After dating long distance for two years. Damn. So that happened. I mean, I was madly, madly in love. I thought I was going to marry this person. I thought he was the one, like, it's in the stars. Like, this is just it. And I'll do whatever it takes to make it work. And so I just slowly, slowly sacrificed myself throughout 
that relationship, I didn't even realize that I was doing it. And you like just got caught up in his world, yes. I feel like. Yeah. So after, I mean, even he cheated, we took like a month apart, but I still wanted to get back with him because I just could not imagine my life without him. And I just tried to have all the sympathy and em- em- not sympathy, but empathy. Right. You're trying to understand why he did it. Like, mm-hmm. and you yeah. were so gracious about that whole thing. So you, ha- you handle that with so much grace. Like I would not have, I don't know how I would have handled it. But, like, you were out and about. You were still hanging out with us. You were, like, very communicative with about it happening. And, like, a lot of people aren't like that. And I think they hide themselves. And that's what makes it worse. So, like, I was so happy, like, to know what was going on in your life to try to help you through it, even though it's hard to help through a thing like yeah. that. But Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're just so strong, you know? Thanks. I feel strong after that. I mean, well, that and then getting over him once we, you know, we got back together and then, yeah, once we did finally split. Um, But, oh, what I was going to say is, like, I know how I would handle it now and I would Mm -hmm. not get back with anyone that cheats on me. Not saying that it can't ever be done, but, like, after going what I went through, it's just not for me. Boom. What other red flags was he like showing you that you were that you didn't notice until after and you were like, oh, wow, maybe (laughs) this is so obvious when I say it. But so when the pandemic happened, um, we were both he lived by himself. I lived by myself. We were FaceTiming 24 seven because we're alone alone. He was like really he's a very he was a very social person, like needed yeah. to get out and work out, especially that too. And he couldn't do that. So he was really losing it. I decided to come out to Denver for three weeks and like stay work from here, just be out here with him. That was great. When I came back, I was like, Okay, why don't I come out and stay a little bit longer? Like I don't need to go back to work until whatever the day was at that right. point. So and I was going to bring my cat. I was like, I'm, if I'm going to be out there for a few months, like I'm just going to really move, <laughs> move in. So, you know, prepped, like ordered all these things to his place so that when we got there, she, my cat would have all her stuff and like got her all the necessary shots at the vet, booked the ticket, like booked her ticket. Um, and it was probably four days before I was going to go. And he broke up with me. Stop. And it was the worst heartbreak. And I've I've never, ever, I've never felt lower in my life. I couldn't stop crying. Mm. Like, I, I wanted to die. Mm. I just, there was no joy in life. Yeah. I, every, I loved him so much. And now he was gone and, like, I couldn't deal. Damn, dude. Huge red flag. I don't know why I didn't see that one. I know it was like almost like your initial out, but honestly, I'm glad you stuck with it just so you could get here and move here. That's what I, that's what I tell myself. I'm like, it was all for a reason. I stayed through all that bullshit for a reason. You really did because now you're coming out on the other side stronger than ever. Mm -hmm. And now you know exactly who you want to be with and how you want to be treated. Exactly. Because you were given the worst. Yeah. You literally were showed the fucking worst. Can we tell 
No, is that too personal? What? The 69 cents story. No, let's do it. <laughs> this like blew my mind. This is the petty, manipulative. It's more it was manipulative. manipulative. Yeah. It was I mean, it's petty, but we, he came over and I just downstairs because I don't, I had something of his that he needed and he had like a Tupperware thing that I needed because we were going on that camping trip and I wanted to make oh, right. food for it. So I was like, can you drop this off? Didn't even invite him up. Like we stayed down in the lobby, but we were catching up a little bit. Um, he's one of the things that we bonded over was like fashion and sneakers. And he had won a sneaker raffle that he entered for me. So they were sneakers in my size and he wanted to know if I still wanted them or if he should just sell them. And I was like, yeah, I'll tell, I'll, I still want them. Like what, how much were they? And he said, they're like one twenty something. And then he's like looking in his phone, trying to find the amount of sense that I, and I was just like, whatever. I just put one twenty, whatever, like rounded down and just hit send and was like, I sent you whatever the one twenty. And he kind of got like a little annoyed. He was like, okay. But then like blew past it. Um, asked if I wanted to, I forget if he asked, I mean, this is important, important. So we say he was like a little bit annoyed, but it wasn't a big thing. We ended up saying goodbye. I come back upstairs less than 10 minutes later. I get a text. He said, I really deserve the full amount for these sneakers. They were one twenty sixty nine or something like something that. So stupid. And he said, or I guess before he even texted me, he like, already Venmo Venmoed me the money back that I had Venmoed him. Yes. And he was like, I deserve the full amount for this. I don't want to be taken advantage of um, just all these gaslighting, manipulative things that I was just like, even though I really wanted the shoes, I just said, fine, you, I don't want them then. You yeah. gave me the money back. You can sell them to someone else. Like, I'm not even... Like after witnessing such ugly behavior, you're like getting these shoes is not even worth it. Yeah. You're just like, nope, fuck this. Yeah. I don't even want to deal with you. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And I was bummed because I felt like we were able to have this cordial kind of like, okay, you know, we went through a lot and like, let's at least just be fine if we see each other and it doesn't need to be all doom and gloom. We hate each other. And then he does that shit. And I was just like, dude, I can't be friends with you now. (laughs) Over 69 cents. I can't be friends with you. (laughs) He's a a weenie. Major weenie. We send him love. We send him all the love. Yeah. And hope he changes his behaviors. Yeah. I gave him so much love. Because he's not going to find anyone. Nope. Who's going to put up with that motion. No. No. And if he does, God love them. But I'm I'm not putting up with that. And that's all that I care about. Which is so why that relationship mattered so much to your life. Do you know what I mean? Because like now you really know all that you want. Truly. And I don't I think about how other people can find someone without going through all of that to figure out what you want. At least in my brain, I'm like, I don't. I don't know how you would know. I still don't know if I know what I want, 
But I know what I don't want. Well, you're still, yeah. I'm like, it's a process of elimination. We're getting rid yes. of some qualities. You're getting closer and closer yeah. for every guy, every person that you date. You're getting a little bit closer. Every relationship in your life is an opportunity to like learn. Mm-hmm. They always bring in a lesson to learn, which is, I really didn't say that well, but it's okay. Yeah. No, that's great. I 100% believe that. Yes. So would you say your life after after him has, like, changed its trajectory? 100%. <laughs> so I've gotten this question. I've gotten the question a lot of if I'm going to stay in Denver now that we're not together because oh. I came here for him. Wow. Great point. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm staying. Like, yeah. I love it here. And yeah. I've made, the, found the best friends pointing yes. at Maddie. Like, <laughs> I would have never met you if I didn't move out here because of him. Right. And yes, so, so much. I mean, I've grown so much. I've met incredible people that I love that I wouldn't trade. Like, I wouldn't trade any of this for anything. And it's just... Yeah, I feel like a new person yes. post breakup. You have truly built like a beautiful, beautiful life for yourself here. Like you're you're digging your roots. Do you know what I'm saying? Last year you were just finding your connections, finding the people that you actually love to hang out with, I would say. Mm-hmm. And like you're just leaning into that, which is really cool because this year... <sighs> That means all you're going to do is sprout. I'm sprouting. (laughs) You're going to sprout. And what? Okay, so cat's out of the bag. Devin is my uh, creative client. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a client. She is my client. And together we, well, she is doing everything. But we're working together on sprouting a new business. A new brand. Yes. An iconic, iconic, cool, chic. What other words did we put? Revolutionary, visionary. Inclusive. Inclusive, amazing brand called Butter Studio Knits. Yep. And Devin founded Butter Studio probably... In December, I want to say it was December. You were like, I want to name it Butter Studio. Yeah, I think it was December because that's when Grace came to visit. Yes. And I remember sitting on this couch with her and we said every noun we could think of <laughs> as a name. What was the first one we were hooked on? Um, Like Spice. Was, oh. That was the one that we were talking about. But then you said butter and I was like, butter is it. Yeah. And it just clicked. So Devin has picked up uh, knitting and crocheting, and now she's evolved into just crocheting these mo- the most gorgeous hats I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Like literally, she gets so me sweet. too, and I I like almost started crying because I was so excited to have this piece. It's unique. It's one of a kind. I've never seen anything like it anywhere. It's like this cute little granny bucket hat with this checkered print. The colors are amazing. The fit is perfect. Every single time I wear it, people are like, where do you, where did you get this? And I'm like, Butter Studio, baby, Butter Studio. I'm so happy. So it's been a lot of fun. And I want to hear from your perspective, if it's, if it's been fun, if it's been stressful, what you feel about the whole thing. Like if, you know, what maybe, maybe what inspired you to start this in the first place? Yeah, I think I had 
always mm, let me back up i know like let's just i feel like i went to ask too many questions so i'm like what just what inspired butter studio honestly maddie you were the one who suggested all of our friends go take a class or like learn something or pick something like you know go do something that you don't don't haven't done before yeah, um, we were all going to join clubs. Clubs, thank you. Yeah, that, that's what it was. <laughs> Which I didn't join a crocheting club, but it you learned something new. Got me. Yes, it got me thinking. And like I said before, I had learned how to knit previously, but like forever ago, so I didn't remember it. But I, I don't know. It just was creeping up in the back of my mind. Like, hey, like you should try this out. Like, I think. Two, during that time of my life was going through, um, like still going through the breakup mm-hmm. and just needing to fill my time with things like new activities, just like, here's here's all this extra free time. Like, what do you want right. to do with it? Right. So, but yeah, like you, you, you as well, like you really, it, so that with the creeping up in my mind, it kind of was like, okay, let's do this. And I just ordered this little kit from um, this company called Wool and the Gang. Uh-huh. And they send you the whole shebang. So it was like yarn, needles, a pattern, like exactly how to do it if you're brand new, oh, step wow. by step. I made that pillow. Wow. I was going to ask if you did any of these. That just is that so amazing. Oh my God, you're amazing. Yeah, that's the first I'm thing dead. I ever made. It's not good. It's not good. No, it's cute, Devin. Thanks. I didn't even know. Keep going, keep going, <laughs> keep going, keep going. So I did that. And um, after, like, yeah, I just, I like to learn things and do things. Um, it's also very, like, kind of mathematical. Yeah. Went with like the rows and you know you have to count like which I'm a numbers person so it was something that I could focus on and keep my mind busy right that I enjoyed that was new instead of just like playing Candy Crush or something <laughs> <laughs> on my phone we're watching Netflix right yes which I still I'll watch Netflix but then I'm like do crocheting and making something so I don't feel as bad about it right because what like making things brings me so much joy it's awesome it feels so good it's a feeling that's almost undescribable when you take nothing and turn it into something like you took oh my god rope and turned it into a pillowcase and i've (sighs) never been able to do that like i never could draw i'm not a painter or like oh my god so this felt so awesome and it ties back to like fashion and kind of what i will the business part the business part is then going to lead into like what i do in my real job um but yeah it just it felt good and i just wanted to keep learning more and making more and then my brain just started filling up with all of these ideas that i never knew I could ever have and oh it's God. awesome where are you putting all of these ideas are you keeping them in your head or are you writing it I, down I, yeah I have some yeah okay, I have them down like, <laughs> yeah please write them down yes yes my um 
what what is like your title like your oh creative consultant yes what should we call me no i like that creative Hype consultant. Girl? creative consultant I like okay that. i just okay, couldn't okay. think of the word okay my creative consultant has <laughs> taught me to write everything down and i was actually supposed to get a binder that i forgot to buy but no, i have okay. a word I'm doc gonna, i'm gonna gift you the binder the binder is oh. gonna be my gift because i i want to set it up in a very specific way that it makes sense for you okay yeah uh, the Journey of a business is so much fun. It's so much fun. And I like commend anyone that even takes one step into it because it's going to throw your mind for a loop. It's a series of really high end like dopamine hits when you make a sale and then when you don't, it's really low. So like it's so cool that you're stepping into this new entrepreneur self. Yeah. Yeah. It feels great. And you know, it's really crazy after hearing everything that you told us today. You were meant for this. You've literally always been working. You know what I you like Yeah. You know, it's wild. So you know how to work, dude. Some people don't know how to work and like balance it with their life perfectly. Like you have a very healthy work-life balance. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel like you do. Do you think you do? Um, You're always available when I want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. I like to fucking chill though too. Yeah, same, same. But that's why this whole business thing could be like fun for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you... I can lay on the couch and crochet. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) You could do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. Yeah. Did you ever see this journey for yourself? Never. Really? And I, I, we kind of spoke about this earlier when I emailed you, but yeah, I never thought about my future really. That shook me to my core when you emailed me back what you said today. Can I share? Can I share? Yeah, of course. So if you're getting my emails, amazing. If you're not, Check your spam folder. (laughs) (laughs) Or go to the link in my bio on Instagram and subscribe to the emails because they're fun. They're fun. Um, This week I told a story about how I, I, you know this about me. I've always been a dreamer. I've always, always, always been dreaming up what I want my future life to look like. I don't know why or when it started. I think it's after I read the book, You're a Badass, because it like really made it under, made it all understand. But anyway, um, I have it right over there. Did you read it? Have you ever read I it? I didn't read it, I'm so, but I need, need to. Like tomorrow. Okay. Because it's like, I'm telling Amazing. you, it's, it's very easy to read and it's very inspiring. And it's, you're going to read it and you're going to be like, this is literally everything Maddie like talks about. I feel like you wrote that book. It's weird. <laughs> I've been reading it, rereading it. And I'm like, what the, I do this. Yeah. Like what is happening? So anyway, I wrote this whole story about while I was in college, I was dreaming up what my future life would be like. And then I asked the brilliant question, like what would your perfect future look like? And it's a question not many people like Devin, have ever asked themselves. And she kind of responded to my email and she was like, wow, honestly, the future used to freak me out. And I was like, stop. But it makes sense. Like if I was thinking about it, me too, when moments have been bad in my life, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the unknown, you're like, what the fuck? I'm not doing anything with my life. I'm going to end up in a box (laughs) on the side of the road. (laughs) Like it could get scary if you're not thinking about it in the 
But if everything was perfect. Yes, which I never go to that place. Right. Which you need to let yourself go to. It's a fun place to be. But um, I feel like I've been recently. Yes. And it's been so fun. Yeah. To watch it turn in your mind. Like you literally see your wheels start turning. (laughs) (laughs) And you just get this big smile. (laughs) I will like jump up and down when I think of something cool. It's awesome. Yes. Like a physical reaction. Yes. So have you given, after this email today, have you given any thought for your perfect future self? Have you like thought about it at all or no? Still still scared to think about it. I was working when mm. I was reading your email. So like. So no. So I, that's fine. Yeah. My brain was on other things. I quickly kind of thought about it. It was me working for sure. Because apparently that's what I love to do. Probably in fashion. Perfect. I just, I've always loved fashion and clothes since I was a baby. Like. Amazing. I All I wanted for Christmas was clothes. Like I cared about toys, obviously, but um, yeah, ever since I can remember, I always just wanted clothes and I loved clothes. I feel like I don't even know what I want. I don't think about what I want because I'm still like figuring out who I am. Oh, boom. I think. And that, yes. Like it's weird. Like as you're speaking about this, I'm like, what do I even want? Right yeah, now. Like, it's, I, it's hard for me to even answer that question. Yeah. Which is so awesome. I mean, other than this, cro- the crochet business. Right. This has been like my Your thing. want. Yes. That I've never gone after anything, like doing something all on my own. Not all on my own, but with. No, but like, yes, all on your own. I am only here for support, dude. You made the decision to ask for my support. You know what I'm saying? That's all from you. (laughs) You're great. And we need to talk. Like, you have helped me immensely. Because the the best part about it is just sharing this with someone else. Like, you are now invested in this as well. And, like, that makes it so much more meaningful to me. Yes. It's not just me. Right. And it's so fun to just, like, bounce ideas off of one another. Mm -hmm. And, like... Obviously, Devin is a full creative um, maker and creator. She's doing all that. I'm just helping her with the nitty gritty stuff. Like, what is our mission statement? What do we wish to present ourselves to the world as? Setting goals. Setting goals. You're my structure. Yes. I am your behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So it's been, and it's been so much fun. It's been very easy. It's been not very easy, but like, it just feels very natural. So it's like amazing. Yeah. And I have, I feel like we haven't, you know, there's been no like hiccups. We're still in the very, very beginning though. Very, very beginning. Haven't sold one thing. Well, that's not true. I was just about to say that's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Not true. Not true. My, another podcast (gasps) Got hats. The, so true. They were my mom. Wholesale my mom, order. Yeah. Wholesale <laughs> order for my mom for her podcast. So yeah, we're still in the beginning though. Like, and I have all these ideas for a photo shoot that I need to tell you about. And it's just fun. It's, it's so fun. It, the things that I'm thinking of feel achievable to do. Yes. And so it doesn't feel scary to think about them and dream for them. Um, 
but I, and then you add the, the like, let's do a reach goal. Like, what is your, you know, go all the way out. I have another thing that I also want to tell you now. <gasps> oh, sorry. Stop it. Another yeah. reach goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's an artist that I want to send hats to. Cause he, what's their name? Can we, I mean, let's just, yeah. So I have been listening to this album called, called non perishable by Toby Lou. He's a rapper. It came out last year. I'm obsessed with it. I cannot stop listening to it. I just think it's so good. He's it's an amazingly produced. It's just so good. I am obsessed. A work of art. Yeah. And I was thinking about how much I love this album. And then I was looking at his Instagram and I realized he has he wears crochet hats. Sick. Meant to be. So I was like, I have to send him one. <gasps> Oh, Oh, wait, I did tell you that, actually. Yeah, but still, somebody here could know him. (laughs) Maybe he's listening. Maybe he's listening. Um, It's so... I love the little, like, miracle moment. Like, of course he wears crochet. Of course he's one of your favorite artists right now. Of course he wears crochet hats. And, of course, we're going to send him one. And you know what else we're going to put with it? A nice handwritten letter. Mm Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I want, I love that. I've been thinking about doing that for like the purchases. Once yeah. we start get, getting purchases. My, um, I've, I've had a few people already ask what your handle is, but they're not quick to take action. So I don't know if they've like truly followed yet, but it's in their text messages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> people like who? You say? <laughs> you don't have to say. My mom. <laughs> She's a plug. Yes, she, she is. So she many is a broadcasting people. woman. Yeah, like she knows so many people who would wear your your goods. So oh my she God. was like, I, I love... need to know. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's not fast acting. <laughs> oh my God, the reveal was so good. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> She's the only one I talk to. <laughs> person she's the only person besides graham <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny um love that though thank yeah. you it, yeah like i mean i have like it's 25 so followers and i haven't even posted post- anything yeah like i haven't shared my instagram with anyone right it's cool it's so fun and it's you know fun. what even if it stays a small group for like a while it's even like that's still cool because yeah. we're still learning we're still yeah. learning yeah and that's and you helped me with this too. I was getting in the way of me trying to learn by trying to be perfect and holding myself back. Like if I thought, oh, I want to do this, but X, Y, and Z, I don't know how to do that. So I'm not going to try it. Or it's like, just do it and figure it out. And it doesn't need to be perfect. It You shouldn't have the expectation that it's going to be perfect. Yes. You can't think. I mean, it's fun to think that, you know, when I first, I post my first like six hats that they all sell out immediately. But is that probably going to happen? No. So like just ha- set your expectations. Have a range. Yes. Be brave. Not perfect. Yes. Fall, fail forward. Fail forward, baby. My consultant, Madeline, told me that. It's it's the best way to learn and live. Like, honestly, yeah. it's a great way to live, too. Because then you never, like, 
get in your own way. Yeah. And I was doing that. Yeah. And I'm, you cut like, it off like early. So I, I'm, I'm so happy I helped you with that. Honestly, it's a thing that stopped me in the past. My yeah. gifts from the universe, what you just explained, it's called, there's a term for it mm-hmm. in the consulting world. Yes. <laughs> I'm just it's called paralysis by analysis. Analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Yep. When you start thinking of all the logistics and everything that gets done instead of breaking it into small achievable chunks every day, you're just like, I can't do this. That's what I do all the time, even with small tasks. <laughs> so it's so nice to know that about yeah. yourself. That Like know that about yourself. Yeah. I Butterfly era is also self-realization era like i'm learning so much about myself it's great let's go well it makes sense though because you finally have people in your life asking you questions that are teaching you about yourself oh my god i'm not focusing on on somebody else wow i didn't even put that together yeah you (sighs) find isn't that crazy yeah i have people in my life that care about me in ways that are wow. deeper than yeah. just yeah yeah <laughs> it's fucking sick <laughs> yeah it's amazing and and doing something like the business you learn so much about yourself too right you're, I, you're throwing yourself into the arena mm-hmm. i learned this um through my work over the holiday so like the end of last year sales were not good for um my company and we within like the month had just done so many different things to try to turn sales on and just did so much work around it Mm -hmm. that I was like wow I would have never learned so much if business was good like we it wouldn't have been the same so I like really leaned into that like I'm not glad that sales are down but I'm glad I learned so much throughout that period. Yes, dude. Which you can apply then to, you know, everything. The relationship, like. Literally. I now know what I want or what I don't want, at least. Right. How you don't want to feel, too. Like, you're like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was. But, dude, it's what. (sighs) All the good stuff. Comes from fa- like bad, yeah. bad attempts. Yep. The this is what kills me. You know the Dyson brand. Mm-hmm. That guy built seven hundred vacuum cleaners before he landed on the vacuum cleaner. Wow. Like I love Dyson. By the way, I have a. Uh, I know their products are li- amazing. Yeah. The handheld like non plug in one. Oh, game changer. Wow, I didn't, I I don't have any, I just think I'm like, that's literally not, because what made this guy keep going? Like, yeah. that's what blows my mind. Is yeah. like, how many people stopped at 500? Right. Oh my God. Let's not be those people. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yes. Everyone that is successful, probably, maybe not everyone, most people that are successful just put the work in. And they failed a lot. But they weren't scared of it and they didn't let it stop them. They let it fuel them. Yeah. And try harder. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Don't stop. 
it's like it's so poetic almost yeah it 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 really is yeah and the other thing i was gonna say is like all when you were saying all the good stuff comes from bad it's like you wouldn't even know without bad you wouldn't have good right right so i'm like yeah that actually did sound a little harsh but but it but you're right without the bad like how like all the good stuff comes from bad stuff but (laughs) well like yeah maybe not bad right right. (laughs) nothing's bad but you you have to work and it's not easy right right but but literally like you just said it's like you wouldn't know what a good thing is until you've experienced a bad thing. Yeah. And then you really appreciate the good things and you're like, okay, let's move more towards this. You yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's so fun. Life is so fun. It's a game. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. I feel like my brain has opened up a lot lately to I'm all like- of these concepts of just all these things you can do with your life. And I was in a very mechanical black and white like era. And now I'm in this like fluid, colorful, like the world is your oyster. Yes. Literally. And And you are cracking it open right now. I'm shucking that bitch. You're shucking that bitch. You're going to go find that pearl. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you found the pearl. The pearl is Butter Studio. Yes. Okay, so tell the people, because we've chatted amazing so much. I hope it's good. (laughs) It's literally so good. Um, But let's end on Butter Studio. Like, let's tell the people um, some upcoming projects you're working on, what they can expect to see in the next few months and like where they should follow along okay so yes we've talked all about butter studio um we can pack that too i think that might be dead no i feel like there's some green but i there's i'm obsessed with your mini grinder can i use this as an ashtray oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay cool. oh you know what i use to get that out oh Oh, I do those too. Oh, I just this was just sitting there, and it's just what I use now to get. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you need to ask it again? No. No. So yeah, Butter Studio. Right now, I'm working on um, some bucket hats. It really stemmed from the very first crochet item I ever made was um, hats for Maddie. She was my secret or I was her secret Santa for our friend's secret Santa. And I had been talking to her about kind of getting into like crocheting. And I, you kept mentioning like bucket hats. You're like, bucket hats would be sick. Like you got to do that. And so I found this cool pattern. I wanted it to be checkered, um, made two really cute ones and, I was stoked on them. I think Maddie was stoked on them too. Yeah, duh. Yeah, I'll post a picture to next week's email. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then where am I going with this? Fuck. Just what? What um, am I working? So I'm. So what I'm working on right now is that same concept: the checkered hats. I've been messing with the fit a little bit oh interesting which i want to talk to you about and show you some things that i've been making some prototypes 
samples. Um, but yeah, that's going to be our first drop probably coming in like April, I would say, by the time we get everything done. Um, follow me at, follow my brand, Butter Studio at, at Butter Studio Knits. Um, With an S or a Z? It's an S. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the Z would have been badass. Well, you always change it. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, follow me there. We'll be dropping some hats, but I want to expand um, beyond that. I'm thinking totes probably next. Sick. Some totes and then um, going you know, back into winter, probably doing some sweaters, which is then when I might go pick up more like knitting for for like a sweater or something. Mm. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just really fun. It's fun stuff. It's all, everything's handmade. Um, really, really luxury. Per, um, shit. A rope. Yeah. It's not rope. It's material. Yarn. Material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's luxury material. Um, yeah. And it's just fun to do. And it, it's fun to create like a little brand like it's mine it's my baby it's your baby it's it feels cool as fuck it's so cool it's so so cool do you have any advice for a person who's out there who's listening right now who's also in this stage of creating their own baby brand like do baby you have a brand i love yeah. that oh that's actually so cute you need to use that. Cut like, this. Use that for your um, consulting, like baby brands. Like yeah, a, like you do baby brands, or like that's who I help. Baby yeah. brands. Yes, <gasps> I help birth baby brands. Yes, I'm done. Oh, why I'm clapping? Because we figured it out. Baby brands. We figured. Oh my god, I love you so much. I oh. love you so much. Yes. That's your shit. That That's, is your shit. Yeah, dude. Wow. Fuck yeah. It's literally exactly. It's it's exactly. It's very literal. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's wow, so good. You, cool. And the birth. I like that. You're yeah. a doula. I'm a doula for a brand. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be your brand doula. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Uh, okay. So now we're going to start calling me your doula. My doula. That's why we couldn't think of the word because it that, wasn't right. It wasn't it, right. It never felt right. Even me saying it, like I was like almost, I, it felt wrong, but I was saying it anyway because I was like, trick your brain into believing this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying words. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, oh my God, amazing. Yay! That's cool. Wait, you have to write this down. Well, you have it. I'm like, we got it. I'm like, I'm literally gonna clip this part out and save it to my phone so I can just re-listen to it (laughs) on a bad day. You know what I mean? Yes. That's actually the next step you have to do with Butter Studio, but we'll talk about that after. Okay. Um, where are we? going baby brand yeah i'm sorry baby brands no that's where we because because i'm a baby brand because you're a baby brand fuck what do i oh the advice advice oh yes what do i give advice to people who are like in 
Like your advice for a person who's also in the beginning stages of building a a brand or just like creating something shit. You know what I mean? Like I would say one, like don't, don't get in your own way. Um, Like it's okay to make mistakes. You know, exactly what we were just saying. Like it's okay to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes and learn from them um don't like be afraid of that and then second just like make it a hundred percent you and like no one else you know like it's yours like do exactly what you want with it yes i think is what i'm trying to do (gasps) and it feels really right i'm obsessed with that it felt good (laughs) because these days are like there are just no there are no more rules There are no rules. Yeah. And I will say, like, for me, this is a very... I have, like, my my income. Like, this isn't tied to me, like, needing any of this financially. So true. So I do want to make that, like, differentiator. It's not, like, my livelihood or my, like, yes, is, like, hanging on this. Because then maybe I might give right. different advice, but, but that's, for something that's a passion project. Right. And, but this is why it's fun for you. Yeah. Because you yeah. can make mistakes. Yes. It's, there's not so much pressure. Yes. You know? Exactly. Exactly. But that also makes it like a brilliant outlet. Because there are no rules. Because there are no rules. So you can make it literally all of you. Yeah. Completely to the T. Every decision you make is yours. Yep. That's yes, that's that's why I thought of that after I said that, because yeah. I was like, oh, if you have investors or like that's what I'm saying, you wouldn't. Yeah. Different able, story. But yeah. it's there's no stakes in it at that level. So, like, why not just have fun? Oh, my God. That was brilliant. You're amazing. That was brilliant advice. Oh, my God. Devin. Can you're gonna, you need to clip that and I need to listen to that yes, every day. Literally, I will. I'll send all the clips. Um, this has been an honor. Like, truly an honor to have you on today. So thank you so much again. Thank you so much for having me. This felt so natural and like just us chit chatting, like how we always do. I know. Um, I hope it sounds good. Oh, it's gonna be perfect. I was curious. (laughs) I was curious if you were willing to do a little giveaway with Butter Studio Knits to one of our listeners. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's do it. Yay. Oh my God, you're amazing. Um, All you have to do is email me your favorite takeaway from this episode. We're going to read them and then we're going to pick our favorite. And then we're going to email you back that you won. And then we're going to send you a a hat, a bucket hat. A bucket hat. They're going to get, yeah, the checkered bucket. Which are one of a kind, Mm -hmm. handmade, original pieces by Devin. Who is literally the most amazing human? <laughs> How could you not want a bucket? Oh, shit, sorry. Oh, you're so. Oh, no. 
Who was? Oh, you're so perfect. It was like Siri, I think. She talks oh randomly God. sometimes. Dude, my Apple Watch, did I ever tell you over Christmas, I got an Apple Watch from Graham and I was trying to use it and work it and send a text message to a friend and it ended up sending a group message to like a lot of people who did not know each other. <laughs> And the message was straight up like, no, Siri, stop, Siri, cancel, Siri, fuck, Siri, stop, fuck. No. Okay, at least you didn't say something like that. I know, thank God it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh my God, it was very, it was wild. It was, it was a trip. Okay. Do you have any final words? Thank you so much for having me on. I love you so much. Um, this was just great it's like chatting with you and i hope other people like to hear it they're gonna love you i think they're gonna fall in love with you all right we will see you next week bye